Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Monday, September the 9th, 2019. Hi, I'm Tom Campbell and this is is your Cultaholic Daily News Podcast. Coming up, Becky versus Steph. Is that is that going to be a thing? Talk about that in a bit. Plus, confirmed matches for tonight's episode of Raw emanating from WWE's spiritual home of Madison Square Garden. And who's facing Josh Barnett at Bloodsport 2? We know, and we'll tell you in a minute. Becky Lynch is attacking Stephanie! Becky Lynch has lost it! What is Lynch doing? So the wheels are turning on the rumour mill. Stephanie McMahon versus Becky Lynch. Is that going to be a thing? Ah, it's Twitter in it, so who knows? Stephanie posted a tweet advertising Becky Lynch on SportsCenter, uh, to which Becky responded with the tweet, Any more thoughts on you fighting me in front of lots of people? Steph replied shortly afterwards, I think you have the wrong boss, Becky. Good luck against Sasha Banks next Sunday. There have been some rumblings about potentially leading to a Becky Lynch versus Stephanie McMahon match. But this has been for a good year or so, ever since sort of the man really started to come into her own. It seemed like a given that at some point she would come across Steph. I think Steph is good for a match like this. I think that, you know, you don't want Stephanie McMahon to do a Shane McMahon, i.e. be on telly all the time, forever and ever and ever. But I like the idea of maybe down the road, we get a, a McMahon versus Lynch match. Worst things have happened. WWE returns for a two-night stay at its spiritual home of Madison Square Garden, starting tonight with Monday Night Raw. We know that Stone Cold Steve Austin's going to be part of it. He is going to be the mediator in the contract signing between Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. They were keen to get a big name on this show to help move some tickets. And uh, don't come much bigger than Stone Cold Steve Austin, just saying. Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair will face Bailey and Sasha Banks in tag team action. I believe you could have held off the four horsewomen tag clash a little longer. I like to send this, you know, built properly down the road at Survivor Series, in my opinion. But we're getting it tonight anyway. AJ Styles and Cedric Alexander in a non-title match this evening as well. Cedric looking for revenge after the OC cost him his shot at the King of the Ring. And talking of the King of the Ring, an unprecedented triple threat semi-final between Ricochet, Baron Corbin and Samoa Joe. This is because they want Ricochet on Monday Night Raw from Madison 
Madison Square Garden. This superstar that defies the odds to get into the final. And can he defy the odds against two beefy Bowdens? Well, we'll find out together, won't we? Also confirmed over the weekend for tonight, Rey Mysterio will go one-on-one with Grand Metalik. Give these guys half an hour. They will give you the world. This is Grand Metalik's biggest match probably since his Cruiserweight Classic. And he's in there with Rey Mysterio. They will no doubt have a Cruiserweight Classic. So the latest SmackDown ad on Fox may have given us a sneaky cheeky preview of a few superstars who are going to be moving during the WWE draft. The video shows Rey Mysterio, The Miz, Lexa Bliss and Becky Lynch implying that these four Raw guys are going to move to the blue brand come the second week in October. And I don't think that's a bad thing, you know. I think Becky Lynch, she's got previous on SmackDown. She was the first ever SmackDown Women's Champion. I think her stock has rose quite a bit since then. Easily come back and be one of the top people on this show, if not the top person on the show. Rey Mysterio started his WWE career on SmackDown, so it feels like a nice homecoming for him. Alexa Bliss, multiple-time SmackDown Women's Champion as well. She was a big part of the blue brand as well. But of course, this is all speculation, in it? We're going to have to wait until October to find out who goes where. The draft kicks off on the second episode of SmackDown on Fox and concludes the following week on Monday Night Raw. So with John Moxley unable to wrestle at Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 2, we need a new opponent. And we have one in 11-year veteran Chris Dickinson, a former Evolve Tag Team Champion. He's been a big part of Beyond Wrestling, WWN, and Chikara as of late. He is also the reigning interspecies wrestling undisputed King of Crazy Champion, a belt he's held for 1,969 days. I mean, he hasn't officially defended it since 2015. I mean, this could be a glitch at cagematch.com. I'm not quite sure. He's also got previous at Bloodsport. He'd be Andy Williams in the last one, and he lost to Dan Severin at Matt Riddle's Bloodsport. He's certainly no stranger to the concept. This is going to be a big one for him. If you want to see what Josh Barnett can do in a wrestling ring, check out on YouTube from Beyond Wrestling his match against Samoa Joe. It is a cracker. And then see what he does with Josh Barnett at Bloodsport 2. Now, there was an issue at last week's Rev Pro Wrestling Show at York Hall in a match pitting Aussie Open against Shah Samuels and Josh Bowden. Referee Aaron Wilde ended the match early due to a late kickout. The right team won, but Josh Bowden didn't get his arm up for the kickout, so the match ended early. Following this, the Rev Pro crowd saw Shah Samuels slam the ref and Josh Bowden lay into him outside of the ring. This was revealed as an audible called by Shah and Josh due to the match ending earlier than expected. And Aaron has suffered injuries as a result of this. Aaron took to Twitter over the weekend to discuss the incident and says as a result of said injuries, he actually can't work his regular job. Last night, RevPro issued a statement saying they'd not heard from Wilde during the week, nor knew of any of the allegations before he went on Twitter to discuss it. After speaking to everyone, RevPro said Samuels made a horrible error of judgment, but did his best to protect the referee with the slam. Shah will be disciplined and they will have a zero tolerance policy regarding any future incidents. However, RevPro states, we are confident given his track record, he will respond to this in the most positive manner possible. 
regarding Bodum, RevPro said his actions did not match his recollection of events. Bodum claims that the referee had tried to attack him outside the ring, so he was acting in self-defense. Video has emerged that didn't show such a thing happening. RevPro have said they have no option but to cut ties altogether with Josh Bodum. RevPro have said they are instituting an internal incident report policy for their team, similar to the one they have for attendees to report concerns to prevent issues like this from happening. They've also extended the invite, should he not be able to referee again, to work with Aaron Wilde in other parts of the business if he should wish. Elsewhere in the wrestling world, the reason we haven't seen Shane McMahon on SmackDown lately is because he's been doing jury duty. There was rumours that it was something else. There was rumours that the writing staff had taken him out of the script for a little while to rest him. Nah, he's just doing jury duty. I mean, if he could do jury duty for like six months of the year, just so we get a little bit less of him, that'd be all right. Whilst on his WWE hiatus, Rusev has apparently been taking acting classes. He was featured in a group photo uploaded by somebody who claims to have been studying 18 hours a week away from class in the group. Rusev looking to be an actor. It's a lovely picture as well. In fact, follow Rusev on Instagram. Not only will you get updates from his acting career, but you could check out his cracking new moustache as well. Ric Flair has signed a deal with Adidas. That wasn't something I was expecting to tell you this morning. Uh, not quite sure what this deal is going to entail, uh, but Ric Flair has started it off on the right foot by cutting a promo on Nike. And you can check out that on Ric Flair's Twitter right now. Impact Wrestling has announced the main event for their next pay-per-view, Bound for Glory. It's going to be Brian Cage defending the Impact Championship against Sammy Callahan, the former Solomon Crow from NXT, which feels like a lifetime ago, does it not? What a career rejuvenation Sammy Callahan has had as a part of Impact Wrestling. Uh, we've got lots of big stuff happening between these two that you're going to see unfold on Impact Wrestling TV in the weeks leading up to Bound for Glory, because it's all in the can now. Just hoping that nobody gets injured between now and then. That is always the risk when you put so much of a big feud in the can ahead of a major pay-per-view. And New Japan Pro Wrestling have announced off the back of the success of their Royal Quest show in London, they're taking New Japan on the road again. They're off to Los Angeles on November the 11th at the Globe Theatre. This will be their second event for New Japan Showdown. The first was announced in August during the Super J Cup and it will be in San Jose on November the 9th. New Japan Pro Wrestling hasn't announced yet when the tickets are going to be available or anything like that, but as soon as we know, you'll know about it too. And finally, The Undertaker, who's going to be on SmackDown tomorrow night, was on telly over the weekend talking about football. He was on ESPN's College Game Day, which is a preview show that covers sort of college sports, like American basketball, American football, that sort of thing. It's all shot outside in this in what looks like a beach party, basically. Uh, Undertaker made his entrance to his music to lots of billowing smoke that caused the commentators to cough and splutter. Imagine Michael Cole doing that on an episode of SmackDown. That'd be hilarious. And then they proceeded to ask The Undertaker, kind of pseudo-in-character, some sport-based questions. You've got some moves. You against Mike the Tiger. What's the first move if you find yourself in the octagon or the squared circle against Mike? What move are you going to? Uh, simple. Choke slam, tombstone. It's over. <laughs> He didn't he, smile. He didn't. No, no, he's, he's, not, he's nope. not kidding around. Nope. Just done. Hey, I ain't messing with that tiger. <laughs> You're a huge Texas fan, obviously. Your whole life. Well, literally and figuratively a huge Texas fan. 
What would a win tonight in this game on this stage mean for the Longhorns? Man, you know, there's always the conversation every year, is Texas back? I tell you what, when Texas, when Texas wins tonight against, against the mighty SEC, I think people are going to know that Texas is back. One thing this clip has confirmed for me is how much I miss American Badass Undertaker. Really want to see Undertaker have one more run when he comes out on the motorbike. That'd be great. Thank you so much for downloading the Cultaholic Daily News podcast today. We had so many new videos drop onto our YouTube channel over the weekend. We've got some incredible discussion on other times away from the AEW championship scenario when championship belts have been stolen. And what did you find? A worldwide wrestling federation championship wrapped up in a bath towel. In those days, were there many replicas knocking about, do you think? Back in the 60s, because... Back in the 60s, I wouldn't have thought so. So do you think this is People the real deal? People would have been making them with shoestrings. This is car hubcaps. Do you think this was the real deal? I reckon this was the real deal. You can check that out on our YouTube channel right now. Plus, Adam Pacitti ordered $200 worth of fake wrestling merchandise from Wish. It's quite, it's lacy at the bottom there. It's quite frilly. That's not, that's not a muscle vest. And I don't understand what that has to do with, with wrestling. There is some beautiful tat in there. You need to make time to check it out. Thank you so much for downloading the podcast. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. 